Welcome back to another episode of the Isaiah Kid Podcast. Mic check, mic check. Um, so first I want to start off with congratulations to Manny Pacquiao for uh defeating Keith the undefeated Keith Thurman uh last night. Uh I saw some highlights of the fight. Uh pretty good job. Uh by Manny Pac by forty year old Manny Pacquiao. Um, and then taking on the welterweight, WBC welterweight championship title as well. Uh, so last, the previous episode, we talked about and we discussed Zeke and the Cowboys and his contract. And then the Browns and their whole regular season hype that they have around them. And all the media attention that they are receiving as we speak. Um, I, I'm going to talk about Dak. I want to talk about Dak's. Um, contract dispute and situation as well because these two correlate with each other well and obviously a couple months ago when Philly extended Carson Wentz I, I, I automatically assumed that this was a move from Philly front office to basically force Dallas to have to pay Dak 30 million or more money 30 million plus dollars to re to resign Dak um and that contract expires after this year unlike Zeke Zeke has two more years left on his deal he wants an extension so I'm looking at these numbers for Carson Wentz he's making about 29 million dollars per year um once that extension is in full effect and play he's making about 29 million dollars a year so Philly's like, hey, Dak is going to want more than Carson Wentz because Dak's record is better than Carson Wentz. Dak's record, uh, he has more, he won more against Carson Wentz than any other quarterback in the division. He has a better, he, his stats are compatible to, to Carson Wentz, if not better in some categories, such as completion percentage and uh, touchdown interception ratio. So Dak has a lot. If I'm Dak's agent, he has a lot favoring himself. He has more playoff wins than than Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz got once again got paid twenty nine million dollars a year. He has more playoff wins. He has more regular season wins than Carson Wentz. His numbers are some. Most of his some of his numbers are as good as Carson Wentz, if not better. Plus. He's he's proven he can stay healthy. Carson Wentz has been banged up for the last two years, so this was a smart move by Philly's front office. I think Philly has one of the best front offices in the league, but this also happens to force Dallas probably to pay thirty million or more to Dak, because I'm looking at uh, these numbers. You crunching these numbers up. You got to pay the defense. You got to pay Zeke. You got to pay Mark Cooper. Pay Dak, you gotta pay the lineman. Uh, so, uh, it's tough. It's tough. It's just tough. Uh, I'm looking at. I'm gonna, so I'm guy. I'm gonna get, for this episode. I'm gonna give you a rundown of my top seven. Um, uh, I'm gonna give you top. I'm gonna give you my top seven uh, quarterbacks or top seventeen quarterback quarterbacks going into this year. Um, I think, I think most of you guys would agree with my list. I think as, 
we get past that eight range, that's where it starts to get a little difficult, and people tend to argue different things. Um, and I, I, I look at this as far as so franchise guys, my my, and I want to get back to this pay scale because when it comes to thirty million dollar quarterbacks, first, it, when you give one guy or a quarterback specifically, because that's the person that makes the most money on the team, player that makes the most money on the team. You're almost putting yourself in a in a bind financially. It's just like with match contracts in NBA, and and it's the salary cap. Salary cap NBA salary cap is much more flexible, but it's just like the NBA salary cap. When you give three and four stars twenty million dollars, twenty plus million dollar contracts, that takes up a majority of your salary cap. So when you give a quarterback thirty million dollars a year. Some most of that is guaranteed. That gives that 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 leaves you to I mean very little cap room to disperse that other money to fill in positions that may help your quarterback. So it's it's important that teams don't don't just pay quarterbacks instantly and rapidly so quickly. Just any quarterback. So like when it comes to my tier one guys, twenty eight or more. I'm talking Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Andrew Luck, Russell Wilson. I think those are the guys that on any given Sunday, I think if you're coming in on the road and the team that you're facing might seem a little bit better, you guys. You guys nicked up defense, bad O-line, inconsistent running game, mediocre weapons. I think those quarterbacks I just named can overcome that and when you a lot of games and still and still be relevant and still probably get you to the playoffs. I seen each and every one of these guys do it. Patrick Mahomes, I'm I, and Patrick Mahomes. I know you say he only has one year. That one year he was great. And Mahomes, he he, you can just see you like it don't take long to spot like he has it and he got it. Like it just don't take long. It doesn't take long. I we saw I saw Patrick Mahomes play the first few weeks of the season and. Last year, with or the year before last, when Kansas City had Alex Smith, and I saw Mahomes get on the field, I was like, he has it. And then I saw it even more last year. Like it don't take long for it don't take long for me. I mean, I've been doing the eye test for a while. It don't take long to see that a guy has it. He's it. And Carson Wentz is. I mean, Carson Wentz, Patrick Mahomes is it. He has it. Uh, so I, so, you know, I know he hasn't shown that he can carry a team with not the represent weapons cause he has a lot of weapons around him, but he has shown me that I, I he, his talent is good enough where I think he can Russell Wilson, those Seattle teams, he had those Seattle teams with the great defenses, the Legion of Boom. And then behind him, he had Marshawn Lynch the last few years. He hasn't had that. He's and he still kept Seattle in the playoff race. Got to the playoffs last year, um, even though with a banged up O line, not the inconsistent running game, mediocre receivers. Russell Wilson still finds a way to keep Seattle in the playoff hunt and playoff talk, and keep himself in the MVP conversation. Tom Brady. I mean, do I have to say enough about Tom Brady? What do I mean? What what hasn't been said about Tom Brady? Like, come on. Six championships. 
what 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 hasn't been said about this guy? What hasn't been said about this guy? I mean, great, just the the greatest. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, they had a down year last year. A little, you know, the the McCarthy situation last year, but Aaron Rodgers is probably still the probably the greatest quarterback we ever seen talent wise ever in this league. As far as if you mix his legs with his arm and then the the precision passing, him being able to just do magic tricks on the field, it, it's 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 incredible. Some of the throws that he made, guys. Not a lot of guys are making throws that he makes. Um, so I think enough is said about Aaron Rodgers and, and that fact and that point. And then lastly, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck had a loss year. And like I, and I often say this, and you hear me say this a little bit more, a lot of superstars, a lot of superstar athletes have lost years. And what I mean by a lost year is a year where they often probably are hurt, most of the time they hurt or they step away from the game or they're not having their best year and what we're known and what we're used to seeing. Michael Jordan had a lost year. LeBron had a lost year. LeBron's lost year was this year. Didn't get to the playoffs. I mean he still averaged twenty eight, eight and eight. I mean, if you call that a lost year, okay. But that I mean didn't get to the playoffs, was hurt half of the season. Michael Jordan lost in the conference finals to the Magic, the Young Magic. Uh, he he had lost. He, um, he came back off retirement. That was Michael Jordan's lost year. And Andrew Luck's lost year was the year before last. Didn't play at all. The surgery, the elbow surgery, I think I recall, the elbow surgery. Um, he came back in rare form last year. Took him some time, but then he got it together. Uh, so I, I expect big things from the Colts, and from years and years, I think the Colts have done him a disservice his first few years with the O-line they have put in front of him, but their O-line, they have one of the best offensive lines in the league right now, they got some good, they got Melvin Mack, he's, it's not like he's a great running back, but they have a good O-line, so it makes him look good, that was going back to my point with Zeke and the Cowboys online last last um, episode. So I look at those guys. I think those guys, I think we can all agree that those guys are like the $30 million type guys where you can put $30 million in their pocket and, yeah, your your spending is going to be tight, but they're good enough where they can overcome that. Now, the Tier 2 guys, Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, Ben Roethlisberger, these guys can be, most Sundays they are elite. Um, most, they're very, all of these guys are very talented. Uh, look and go to Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers, you know, I think you can make a strong argument in case that he is a Hall of Famer or he's not a Hall of Famer. Um, he had a great year last year. The Chargers had a great year last year, period. I think you, I think Phillip Rivers, for you to have, for Phillip Rivers, because he, he's always going to have great numbers. He's always going to put up good numbers. But, I think Phillip Rivers needs uh, like a def- He usually needs a, de- a a solid defense, which he had last year, and they have studs on defense. He 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 needs a solid defense where he can go deep into the playoffs. Um, has yet to return back to the AFC title game, but he ran into New England last year. I don't know how much that. 
plays a factor in it. But I don't. You can. I think we can all agree that Philip Rivers isn't a tier one guy. But on some Sundays, he can appear to be like that. And these, all of these guys can appear to be like that. I think with Drew Brees, I think he showed us this a couple years ago where New Orleans, he was putting up a lot of points. New Orleans didn't have the best defense. They had an inconsistent running game. He was still putting up his numbers, but New Orleans was not very good. And as you see, Brees, and as you saw last year, Brees, his play went downhill as it got colder. And as the season went on, his play went downhill. And you can see the age, but that's what a 38, 39, 40-year-old quarterback should look like as the year goes on. They should look like that. You know, the Saints had um, lower passing attempts. They had lower yards per game, lower yards per passing game. So you did see a steep, and I don't know why people say the Rams, that that call blew the Saints' and Super Bowl appearance. It did not. Drew Brees and his play did. Sean Payton and his play calling did. The, the Saints not being able to move the ball up and down the field against the Rams, that's what cost them a Super Bowl berth. Not, not the not not the missed call. It was a missed call, but that didn't cost them the game. Um, so I think you saw that with Drew Brees a lot, and you 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 know you saw him. You saw the play go down, obviously, as it got as the season went on, and it really started with that Cowboy loss. As you saw the play started to go down. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan. He's what he's a Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. If I couldn't have Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Andrew Luck, Russell Wilson, Breeze, Vaughnsberger, and Matt Ryan was left, I would take Matt Ryan in a heartbeat. Matt Ryan, I think, is a B plus quarterback. I often have these arguments with people. They say Matt Ryan is a A quarterback. What I do is, especially for quarterbacks, and you maybe you can see this as a trick. You use this as a trick to evaluate quarterbacks like Matt Ryan. This is what I do. I take away his worst year, and I take away his best year. Matt Ryan's best year was the year the Falcons got to the Super Bowl. He was fine. he was league MVP. The Falcons were good. They were great. He was great that year. He uh, he, he had a lot of weapons around him. Muhammad Sanu, Kyle Shanahan as the OC, Devontae Freeman. He had a two-headed monster. Uh, then he has Julio, and then Coleman. You take his best year away and his worst year, and you look at all the other years in between. Matt Ryan is a B plus quarterback. I often say, Matt Ryan, like I, you can't a B plus realtor. A realtor can't you, a A realtor doesn't sell B plus properties. Here and there, he might have a A property or A plus property, and his grandparents know someone that knows someone that wants a mansion, or that is, that that is that wants to purchase a mansion. That doesn't make him a A realtor. He's a B because just because a a, a B plus realtor make an A sale doesn't make him an A realtor. He's a B-plus realtor, and Matt Ryan is a B-plus quarterback. And it's not, it's not, it's, it's not no slight towards him. It's just what it is, and just, it's just what he is. 
his his seasons, you take out his best, you take out his worst. His career is a B plus quarterback. There's nothing wrong with that. That's great. Um, Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger, he's had a lot of talent around him. I think, I don't think the way how people are judging the Steelers' losses with Le'Veon and Antonio Brown, I don't think it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna take Ben's a while to adapt to these new and young weapons and pieces that he have. But I don't think he's gonna. I don't. I don't think he's gonna miss them like the way people are putting it and stating it. I think. I think Van Roethlisberger will be just fine. I don't think. I don't think the Steelers win a division, but I think they are a borderline playoff team next year. Carson Wentz. We were talking about Carson Wentz. Uh, one great year. Last year he was on track to having another year like. His second year, his MVP year, quote unquote, uh, because if he didn't get hurt, we all know he was going to win MVP that year. Uh, we saw that that year, last year, he was obviously obviously still a little banged up. Usually, that AC, ACL injury, usually that first year you're still rusty, but it's that second year off the injury where you return or you show semblance of your former self. I think you'll see that from Matt Ryan. Um, I mean, Matt Ryan. I think you'll see that from Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Uh, I think Philly's going to win a division this year, by the way. I think it's going to be a close race, but I think Philly wins it um, with all their weapons. And I, I think Carson Wentz, talent-wise, has shown us that he has what it takes to play in this league. Um, and then Deshaun Watson, lastly. Deshaun Watson, bad O-line. He does have. You can probably make the argument that he probably has the best wide receiver in, in football with DeAndre Hopkins, but battle line defense is okay. I think tier two is just about where Deshaun Watson. I think he's a little. I think he's a little better than what people give him. Um, he's very talented. I don't know. Dabo Sweeney, his college coach, said he might gives him similar of Michael Jordan. He's not saying he's Michael Jordan. Or the Michael Jordan of quarterbacks, but I do like Deshaun Watson. I think he brings good athleticism. He he's showing me that he can't he doesn't turn the ball as much turn the ball over as much as I thought he would, like he did in college at Clemson, especially his last year or his last two years. And he's he's showing me some great strides. Um I like the Houston team that they have too. And my tier three guys. And Jared Goff is borderline. He, I think Jared Goff can be in this tier two status easily. But my tier two my tier three guys are Annie Dalton, Kirk Cousins, Matthew Stafford, Cam Newton, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Dak. I think Dak is in that third tier. And I'm a and that was just like as far as pay rate. I'm gonna give you my top seven quarterbacks. Brady, Luck, Mahomes, Breeze, Rogers, Roethlisberger, and Russell Wilson. Those are my top seven quarterbacks. My top, my now these are my uh, my other seven are the, the these are my seven that and I named some of them previously with my, the tier three guys. But these are my seven quarterbacks where I think you come onto a Sunday and you gotta feel pretty confident as a fan that you have a quarterback as talented as this uh, as these guys. 
they do they they do need certain things to go their way as far as like a somewhat of a defense or something. But I think these are seven guys that could regularly that can win a game on any given Sunday, and I I, I like these guys. And I see Mahon, I see Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Phillip Rivers, Deshaun Watson, Golf, Derek Carr, and Cam Newton. Um, I think these all all seven of these guys are good. I I I can see Wentz. I can see Golf, Deshaun Watson, and and surprisingly Cam Newton. I got I'm gonna get on Cam Newton a little bit. These guys could easily be in that next. Seven because though in that in that first seven that I named, not a lot of young guys, not a lot of young guys. Brady is older, Breeze is older, Rogers is older, and Roethlisberger is older. So four out of the seven guys are older quarterbacks, and they won't be playing in the next five years. We hope <laughs> Tom Brady keeps going. Um, I think those guys that I named Carson Wentz. Uh, Deshaun Watson, golf. I think they can be in that tier one status. Um, sh- given what they've shown me the last few years, uh, I think golf made some strides last year. Even though they had their struggle down the stretch, golf still with uh, a banged up Todd Gurley, and Todd Gurley wasn't there. They found C.J. Anderson. He still he didn't have to rely on Todd Gurley as much, and that showed me some growth from Jared Goff. And that's what I'm saying with Dak. Even though I don't think Dak is as talented as golf, but it's not like a landslide as far as talent with golf and Dak. Um, now, Cam Newton. My thing with Cam Newton is consistency. He's very inconsistent. Last year, the year before last, literally, Cam, Newton, Cam Newton's numbers were inconsistent every other week, literally. He'd have a good week. Then a bad week, a good week, and then another bad week, and then another good week, and then a bad week, and then a good week. It was literally like that every week. And I think the Panthers, yes, can do a better job with landing him some better pieces or putting better pieces around him. But I like some of the draft picks that they made. You have McCaffrey. I think they. I think the Panthers could win. I think they could get to the playoffs, but it's going to be tough because they're in the NFC. But Newton, the thing with Cam Newton is his consistency and then him still developing as a thrower of the football because he has a great arm. He has good arm talent. He throws a tight spiral, spiral, but as far as his accuracy, is questionable. And then I have another three where I see, I see some of these guys that can have a breakout season. Not necessarily another three, but like I think... Baker Mayfield, he had a great rookie season. I think I could see him having a breakout season. Um, I'm a little skeptical about his size because he doesn't have Russell Wilson athletic skills. Um, but he has good arm talent. And what I like about him, he's very deceptive deceptive, and doesn't really pinpoint his passes. or his, They're not like telegraphed. He, has, he does a good job of reading safeties and DBs off and I think that's what ha- helps him and he's accurate, he's very accurate you can't go wrong with accuracy in this league so I think Baker Mayfield is going to have a breakout year this year and I know I got on the Browns a little bit last episode but I really do think Baker's going to have a breakout year this year 
Uh, I look at Jimmy Garoppolo. He comes back healthy. Uh, he's another year under Cal Shanahan. Hopefully, he knows the playbook. I'm expecting a lot. It's going to be a lot of scoring in that NFC West. It's and for years it was like a defensive division where it was a lot of good defenses in that division. But now it's just a lot of offensive minds in that division with with uh, and a lot of good quarterbacks and offensive offenses with Rant with the Rams and Todd Gurley and Jared Goff and Sean McVay. Then you got Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy Garoppolo, what they got. Then you have Russell Wilson in Seattle and not to mention Kyle Murray and um Texas Tech's coach, the tech the former Texas Tech Texas Tech's coach. So you're looking at that, it's gonna be a lot of scoring in the NFC West. Um you're gonna you you definitely need a quarterback um in the NFC West. That's why I really didn't I really didn't disagree with the Arizona pick. Because you're looking at where Arizona has to go through the next few years. You got Garoppolo, Wilson, and Jerry Goff in the same division. You're going to need, need to score some points. You're going to need to score some points. You're going to need to score some points in this division to compete. Um, and then Sam Donald. Sam Donald, um, I don't think the Jets will not win the AFC North. Um, unless, barring any injuries to, to the Patriots. The Jets, you know, I think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to be like a 79 team. Maybe with uh, Le'Veon Bell, I think that get that's a quarterback's best friend. He's a quarterback's best friend. I think Sam Donald will have a breakout year this year. He had a pretty good rookie season last year. He came on later on, but he had some good moments last year. Um, and I know you guys are thinking, so what about Kirk Cousins and Matthew Stafford and those guys and Mitchell Trubisky? Well, let's break down Kirk Cousins first. Kirk Cousins has been a guy that hasn't won a lot of primetime games. Uh, he sh- struggled at that. Um, I, Minnesota, and this Minnesota roster that he has is just great. Uh, I remember when they had Case Keenum, I was making an argument that Minnesota probably had the best roster on paper it, or players on paper because la- though, I think two years ago and last year, Minnesota had a lot of B plus guys. They had a lot. They had some A plus, but they had a lot of B plus guys at just about every position. And I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about Kirk Cousins and his consistency problems or his or lack thereof. I don't know what to say. He don't win primetime games. He doesn't win playoff games. Nine million dollars. That's just I don't I don't know what to say about that with Kirk Cousins. That's just crazy that somebody would pay him ninety million dollars. But and he has to still because I, I think he's better than Case Keenum. But he has to do what Case Keenum did with this roster. He hasn't done that yet, so I don't know if I could put him on this list with these guys. Like, is Kirk Cousins a quarterback that can regularly win on a Sunday? I mean, I think he can, but what if it's a primetime game? Doesn't win those. He doesn't win those. He 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 doesn't win those games. Or he's playing against or he's playing against another cal like another star studded quarterback, he doesn't win those games. I'm he just doesn't. I can't I can't put him on his he's he's damn sure not a top seven quarterback. Don't give me that. And will he have a breakout season? I mean, 
His numbers would be good because he has Thielen and Stephon Diggs. His numbers and Kyle Rudolph, his numbers are going to be good. He's going to have weapons around him. But I don't know where you fit him in this, in this equation. I don't know where you fit him in. Like, I'm looking at who's the second best. I think who, who's the second best quarterback in the, AFC, in, the, in the NFC North? I think it's Matt Stafford. I think it's Matt Stafford. I think Matt Stafford, if you switch, if you switch Matt Stafford to Minnesota and Kirk Cousins to Detroit, it, it, I think I think Matt Stafford would have got that Minnesota team to the playoffs last year. I think Matt Stafford would have got that playoff. I think he would have got that Minnesota team to the playoffs last year. Because Kirk Cousins lost a lot of those games for him. I'm not. I'm sorry to bang on Kirk Cousins like this, but you got Coach Zimmer, where I think Mike Zimmer is easily a top ten coach in this league. Um, then you got the defense, even though it's banged up a little bit. O line is okay. You got Stephon Diggs and Thielen. You got two top ten receivers probably in the league. And Root and Kyle Rudolph. I mean, I don't know how. You can possibly struggle with this with with this roster, so that's my thing with Kirk Cousins, Matt Stafford. I think Matt Stafford, Matt Patricia. I, I really didn't like the hiring of Matt Patricia. He kind of looks like he looks like a coordinator type guy. He don't look like a coach. He like a coordinator or, or, or a positions coach. He he doesn't seem like a a coach. He's he don't seem like a coach. He just look like a coordinator. And I, I, I made, and that's that's gonna probably that's probably gonna hurt Matthew Stafford. But I like Matthew Stafford. He puts up good numbers. Um, too bad. <laughs> and Dak. Uh, now I do think I, I do think Dak can regularly win on Sunday. I think you can put him on that list. But I think with Dak, he has to show me some progression next year. Where there, 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 there's growth. Where there's growth, there's ball control. Um, he doesn't turn over the ball as much. He doesn't. And Dak missed some a lot of throws that should have been made. But I think some of this attests to the coaching in Dallas. I think some of this has to go to the coaching. It's just it just don't make sense how like Kellen Moore is the quarterback coach and now OC. But Dak is older than him and has more NFL. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get how Kellen Moore got an OC job or a quarterback and coach job. So I think some of Dak's growth is due to the Cowboys coaching. Some of it. Some of it I think is due to Cowboy coaching. Um, so I'm looking at this list. And Derek Carr. Uh, John Gruden doesn't even believe in Derek Carr. So why should I? If your co- if the coach doesn't believe in Derek Carr, why should I believe in Derek Carr? I think he I think I think he, he can have a good season. I don't think the Raiders are not gonna have a good season. Because they're they they're they're in the they're in the AFC West. They're not gonna be good at all. They're not gonna be good. But I'm gonna put it like this: uh, If John Gruden doesn't believe in Derek Carr, why should I? What I sh- why should I believe in him? 
Why should I believe in him? And and I'm and I'm just gonna do this. I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna do it like this. And Mitch Trubisky, I think he's a franchise guy. I think Mitch Trubisky is a franchise guy. Um, he's shown me that last year, all last year. I think he's a franchise guy. But I want to see him make strides in his throwing ability and accuracy. Um, throwing into those tight windows and in, in, in pockets when the pockets collapse. I want to see him make strides in that area of his game. But I think he's a top quarterback. But oh, he's a franchise quarterback for the next couple for the next several years. But I want to see more strides in that area. And here goes some quarterbacks that I think are talented but missing something. Or something isn't there all the way. I, I think I think something isn't there all the way. Um, Joe Flacco. Joe, I call Joe Flacco Joe Fluco. Joe Fluco. Joe Fluco. I, and I call him Fluco because that one year he got to the Super Bowl and won. It was a fluke. So Fluco. Uh, something's missing. He's big. He, he can stand in the pocket. He can deliver the ball. Something's missing, though. I don't know what it is. I don't, does he lead Denver back to the playoffs? Uh, I don't think so. Um, Alex Smith. Alex Smith has one, been one of the best quarterbacks in the league for a long time. Um, he wins a lot. Give him that. He wins a lot. But mm, he just, just something's missing. He doesn't have that it. He doesn't have that it. He doesn't have that it factor. He's missing the it factor. So uh, I'm looking at that. Uh, we talked about that. We talked about Kirk Cousins. We talked about Derek Carr. Marcus Mariota. I think his his present his pocket presence has to get a little bit better. Um, accuracy. You know, you got to be accurate in this league. Accuracy is a lot in this league. It, it says a lot about yourself as a quarterback in this league. Um, if you're in that, if you're in that borderline sixty accuracy, right? I think you got to rate. You got to find a way to get that to 64, 65 in that range. Those were usually the franchise guys are at. So I, I would just say with that for Marcus Murillo, Jameis Winston, he has probably a couple games left. He has to show that Tampa Bay, he has to show Tampa Bay that he can play in the next coming years or the next coming like couple weeks when it's time to play regular season football. He has to show they can play, or he's probably out of the league. I'm just gonna be honest. He has to show that he can play in this league. So that's just my quarterback breakdown. I wanted to get on here to talk about the quarterbacks um, and give you my like quarter. I guess my quarterback power ranking. Uh, I I I just needed to get that off. I just needed to get that off so you guys know where I stand with the quarterbacks because it's such an important position. And we're gonna be shifting more towards football um, this upcoming season or this upcoming couple weeks. We're gonna shift to football, college football, all of that. Um, so yeah, I, I thank you guys for listening. It's a little short. I just want to do this short segment so I can talk about the quarterbacks basically and where Dak stands as far as him getting paid. Uh, if I'm the Cowboys, I don't know if I pay Dak $30 million. I think he's a 28, I would give him 28, 29, but not 30. I think 30 is a little too much. You got to still pay Zeke, you got to still play Cooper and you got to pay those young linebackers that you have. And Dak has to be considerate of that. So thank you guys for listening. Um, like I said, we're going to be only getting better. It's only going to get a little bit t- 
tighter with the football season coming into play. Uh, I cannot wait, and I'm out.